This is the Audio Swarm Podcast. Hitting the, the business objectives that you want to hit. So just make sure that you're staying up to date with these trends. We actually care about what we're talking about. The benefit we have, though, is that we're always seeing what other people are doing, right? So when we see a successful story about someone doing a real estate agent thing and our customers are real estate agents, we can give them examples. Like, right. we're us three are always looking at what other people are doing. So we can genuinely, creatively come up with ideas, but we, we also get those ideas, ideas because there. we're always looking for them, right? Yeah, we we can share the ideas that we see other people trying. It's like, yeah. oh, we saw this work in this situation. Maybe you want to try thinking something like that. Is that you think that would fit your business or what you're trying to do? Yeah, and they can say, well, that's that's not really me as a person. I don't think I can do that. That doesn't really fit my brand. Okay, well, what about this idea? We saw this happening here, or you mm-hmm. can probably just do this. We don't. It doesn't even always have to be something we see. It can just be, yeah. You bring them in and just take a tour of this room and talk about. Well, over here is this. Over here is this. Could you you could just imagine your kid's bunk bed over here, your dresser over there, and I'm playing on the floor right here, right before dinner. Like, and what are you referring to right now, though? As far as like, what example is that? That is an example of taking them in and talking them through the room. And you could say that. As far as, as a realtor. Yes. Gotcha. As far as a realtor. Gotcha. So then, okay, that makes but, sense. But to me, it's that we can come up with ideas and we save people time by doing the actual action of posting. But the other time you save is from them reading around what other people are doing. Yeah, okay. they, don't, they that, don't have to take the time to research. Like you did for financial thing like hey guys let's start looking what other financial groups are doing you think they're setting time aside to review other financial people's social media accounts to come up with content ideas Probably. i doubt it that's Probably also where we can help like right. we can do that we can focus and we can come up with a whole list of ideas based on what other people are doing right idea hacking idea yeah. hacking i like idea that hacking i like that that's what all so basically we're saying the hardest part of building that content is just coming up with the ideas Actually having mm-hmm. a soundboard or mm-hmm. an outside viewpoint of what it is you're looking for. Because when you are too close to it, you tend to overthink things or you want to yep. be perfect. Just like we were with the podcast. It's, right, right. It's not flowing. It's too robotic. It's too... It's just like all three of us sitting here. One of us alone could probably have a couple ideas. But when we start talking about it with the other, they spit it sparks something on them. And then it sparks yep. something on them. And the next right. thing you know, you've got five different ideas that are better than your first two. Right. So, is, well, I mean, in all honesty, is there, there's no formula for it. It's no. just brainstorming and being open and honest and saying, here's my objectives, right? Mm-hmm. Right. This is what I want to gain from this. What's my goal of mm-hmm. whatever content piece is that I want to use? Is it video? Is it images? Is it a blog? Is it yep. a podcast? Is right. it, I mean, it, whatever it's, it's, it is. You mix in the patience with it too. Like we keep saying like, so you come up with five great podcast ideas or content ideas. Don't be upset if the first two you didn't hit out of the park, like engagement, everything else is there. Like, patience has to be a part of it. You can't just expect two posts and you're done. Like, you have to consistently keep coming up with ideas. Yeah, consistently keep it out there before you can worry about, like, did it work or not. Like, yeah. you, you come up with a brainstorming thing and you go two weeks and you're like, I didn't get a whole lot of traction, so I stopped doing things for a month. Yeah, even, even if you do it for two months and you're still not getting a lot, don't expect to have the same, you know... F- a following as a Hollywood star that just set up a Twitter account <laughs> yeah. and instantly had 2 million followers. Don't compare well, and, yourself to Kardashians. Yeah. Well, and I love that example because right. who knows the back-end work that they did before we actually got to see their accounts. Like, exactly. Yeah. All of the you building, all of the, I mean, 
the back end work somebody else the did for them. The content swarms that they did or somebody yeah. that did for them. Yeah. Like, yep. here's the path we want to go. And That's the frustration people run in with, though, is that they think they're going to start doing it and they expect an immediate result. Right. Like, there's some things you do in marketing where you do expect an immediate result. You have a sale going on in three days. Mm-hmm. I want whatever direct mail, email, whatever I do, I want to have an effect on something in three days. But when it comes to social media... It's not that simple. Like, you need to continually get content out there. It's got to be good. Right. But you got to continually do it. Otherwise, it's not going to help. Yeah. And, and if you were trying to push something in three days, if you've been on your social media accounts consistently for two years, yeah, you could probably make it happen in three days. But you've already established yourself. Right. So. Are you recording? Yeah. Yeah, Thank we're God. recording the last 10, 15 minutes. That's good. Thank God. <laughs> I was like, was I supposed to be writing all this down so I can no, say it again? No, this is, this is the raw the raw recording of this <laughs> bad good. boy. Because, I mean, oh, at geez. the end of the day, we just got to jump off the cliff like we tell everybody else. So right. we no, just, no script, just kind of talking <laughs> content and being creative. That's basically right. the point of this whole podcast is we want to be as creative as we possibly can and having that idea being content is king. And we want that to, to showcase mm-hmm. and coming up with ideas about how to come up with ideas is I guess the, the gist of how this works. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, if you're always looking for content ideas, we'd talk about like, if you have a fully built out creative website, right. Even if you have like five, six pages on your website, each page you could probably pull two to three posts out of Mm -hmm. to make posts of. And then it ties into the, I think one of our previous podcasts was scheduling, right? So you get all these awesome ideas, no matter where you get them from, you get a list of them Now spread them out. Don't put them all in within three hours. Right. I see some Twitter accounts where it's every week, yeah, one or two times a day, they'll post like eight different tweets within the span of like five hours mm-hmm. and then gone. That was like the time week. that they had allotted to do Twitter. Yeah. It was that, that one exactly. hour. Exactly. And when you chunk it all up like that, there was not a lot of engagements. There's hardly any likes, any retweets, I think, at all. But it was all the posts were terrific. They were great posts. They had links, great text, they had visuals, everything. But because they were all just bottlenecked into this four-hour span, I think it hurt day, four-hour span, it just kind of... You can spread it out. I mean, we talk about Hootsuite, TweetDeck, things for Twitter. There's free software out there. You're doing it already. Just take it and spread it out. Right. And that's a whole nother conversation we could could probably dive into pretty deep. (laughs) But the, the goal of this one is to talk content ideas and some of maybe the struggles we've seen some people run into that uh, make it tough to to build the content that mm-hmm. you want efficiently because uh, we talk a lot about this we just spoke with with a uh, with a client today about how important SEO was to them and the battle in raising your search engine rank yep. being on the first page yep. being in the top three to five and SEO is you know at the end of the day, sounds simple enough, right? Right. Yep. Just throwing some keywords. You want, good, right? <laughs> you think throwing some keywords, <laughs> make sure you're, you know, you're putting alt tags and metadata inside your website and making sure images that you have on there and that's all well and good and stuff you need. But when it comes down to it, it's content, long form content being king is what Google yeah. looks for. And then backlinks. So having talking to this client and talking about content and all this stuff is realizing that sometimes you hit walls you hit you get in a rut you get uh brain blocks and sometimes it's nice to just spitball off of somebody else and maybe talk to a company like us if that's the case and right in that situation anyway and have some outside viewpoints and say hey you know we've seen what works with some companies we've seen what hasn't worked with other companies we've seen what works for us what doesn't work for us yeah and so when it comes to curating content 
the the scariest part is thinking to yourself, can I come up with this? Can it work? Like, where do I start? How do I build this? Like, yeah. I mean, at times we come into blocks like that. Like, oh, we just had a content swarm, potential content swarm, <laughs> what, two weeks ago? Yeah. yeah. Where we said we need to get, you know, a bunch of pictures. We need to get some videos. And then we just kind of looked at each other like, hmm, okay, where do we... Where do we go from here? Like, how do? What's the yeah. next step? Yep. And that could maybe come to: Are we too close to it in the moment? Are we working on it every day and maybe having a brain block? So right, you get into get into what you're used to doing, and you're doing the same two or three things over and over, and you're like, well, maybe I need to change this up. But I don't same exactly, visuals. Same. I don't know what to do to change this up. That's where right. that conversation and brainstorming we could help out. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, what are some things that you've seen? work Matt as far as creating content from other companies like I know you sat down with a couple potential clients that in the last couple months where we you know just spitball yeah. ideas what was that you were talking to me the other day about that like yeah there, there's something in and it I don't want to give Justin too much credit but it ties in <laughs> the phrase that he mentioned right before we started was uh curse of knowledge so um you can talk about that a little more Justin but an example this time is that when you're meeting with a, a client right and you may not be too familiar with the inner workings of their business and they start explaining it to you, what they do. And you start asking more and more questions. And, and just based off that, off you not knowing too much about it, the questions you think up of your head could be pieces of content. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't even thought of that. You could do this with that picture. You could do a video flyover with that. Or, hey, they would show you their website. Like I was saying, you can even look at their website and say, that's a post, that's a post, that's a post. You got a great picture here. What events do you have coming up? That's another thing. Okay, did you know that you can create you know, Facebook events, yep. especially if you're a local business, so that people can see events near them. So whether you're a real estate agent, have an open house, or you're doing auction type stuff, like, did you know that you can do events and see that stuff? And I think it was when, when I got done just listing out like this eight to ten different things, including events, there's like, oh my God, I, I would never have thought of half of that stuff. Because they're in it every day. Like, they're in their business, churning out, doing their, their procedures every day. They don't think about what they're doing is actually valuable knowledge to people that don't know about it. It's almost the outsider's perspective. Yes. You, you come in as an outsider. You don't know it every day. You're not living in it every day. And it's like, well, as an outsider, maybe I'd like to see this. Yep. And why don't you try doing this? And that just sparks for them. They're like, yeah, maybe maybe I hadn't thought of that. Well, why, why I, I, I like that. that, that may, exactly what you just said, Justin, because all of us, like when you think about Whatever your routine is, when you wake up in the morning, you look at your social media, you go to bed right before you go to bed, you look at your social media yep. at lunch break, whatever. Yep. And we're all looking at social media from a different angle. We're looking at maybe interacting with websites. Do I save a link and look at it later? Do I do this? So everybody has their viewpoints, their outside look. Yep. And how they digest information is different than maybe even us three digest information. Yeah, right. So my point being is... Because I have a different viewpoint, and you have a different viewpoint, and you have a different viewpoint. I see things differently, and maybe I have a whole different news feed on my Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oh, yeah, you, you definitely would. So oh, following yeah. a whole bunch of different things. So mm-hmm. we're all seeing different examples out in the world on what's working and what's not. Reading different articles. So if you are stuck in your own business, working it every day, focused on the processes, and forgetting about how to come up with content brainstorming off of other people is the best possible way get yep. in a room with Have even your friend sit with your parents if that's the case sit with your aunt and uncle sit with 
three or four of your closest friends. Get in contact with us if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Let us help you. But there's, I mean, when you're stuck in a rut like that, sometimes it's nice yep. to just spitball off of other yep. people's ideas and just say, here's what I'm doing right now. And all of a sudden, some other people just start spitting off different things. And I think that's really valuable. And when it comes to content, you may feel like you've created it all, but you're just the tip of the iceberg. There's yeah. so much out there that you can do. New technologies, new different yeah unique ways to showcase different different it's, aspects. It's the long tail, Andy. You were talking about it. Maybe my news feed is different than your news feed. Maybe my Facebook is different than your Twitter. Well, not everybody's just going to go to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Some right. people are going to listen to podcasts. Some people are going to prefer reading blogs and not listening to something. Just because you don't do it yourself doesn't mean that nobody else yeah. does. But you also got the opportunity to try and reach your customers where they're at and go to those channels and, and spit it out to those specific places. And the long tail is that everything is so fragmented now with the internet. You can kind of find whichever way you want to do things. There's so many different ways to consume content that yep. there's not just the three TV channels and the whatever's on at prime time. Everybody's going to see, you know, yeah. it's, it's everybody's going to where they're interested in and they don't have to take the time to go to the places they're not interested in. Yep. And that, so you try and get to those places. And, that, and that's what ties in that list of content ideas to how people are going to consume them. Right. So you have a content idea. That idea can take any form. So that idea could be a blog post. It could be a video how-to. And um, and part of it, I think, we talk about, too, like you want to be able to get out there so it's digestible by everyone. Mm-hmm. But you also want to know your strengths. So, like, say if you're a business and you feel like you're really good at being on camera and you're very charismatic, then maybe your method is YouTube and Facebook videos mm-hmm. and videos to put on Twitter. Like, that could be your avenue. But if, if you're not good on on camera... You're not charismatic, but you're a good writer, right? I mean, like, Justin's an okay writer, but so like, you're a little better than Justin. <laughs> Don't tell him that, though. But, um, <laughs> but you're a good writer, and you're not good in camera. Then you know what? Facebook notes, a LinkedIn article, a blog post. Like, that's your avenue. If you're, if you're okay with talking, you know, like what we're doing right now, a podcast. You could, you could do a baseline podcast with just a phone. Mm-hmm. So yep. part of it is you come up with this list of content you want to make, you realize people are going to digest it differently, but then you got to match up your strengths so that you can tie them together. Because it's not going to do any good if you're if you're crappy on camera, right? And you try and you do that content idea, like, <laughs> and people digest their vid, their mm-hmm. content via video and they see it and it's terrible. They're probably not going to watch it. Yeah, probably not going to watch it. So yeah, you, you don't want to f- you don't want to make people feel awkward no. by watching you. <laughs> no. So so know what you're good. It's basically know what you're good at. Find your strengths, and if you're not, then you hire people and you find people that are good at them. You find right. a writer. You find someone that can do this. So yep. yeah. Well, and that point exactly is taking it from a friend of mine who I worked with for a year. Um, on that same mindset, he was a basketball trainer. Um, good friend of mine, Kyle. You guys probably know him. I mean, oh, yeah. I know Matt knows him. Yep. Justin, someday you'll meet yeah. him. He's an okay human. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, if he's listening, he's it's a great the human. same exact point from from an athletic standpoint. Know who you are and what your game is. So it's the same as like being a point guard. I mean, if you're a great shooter, you're probably going to want to do this certain, you know, maybe a pick and roll if you're a good passer, coming off of a pick and roll, doing some screens, you know. Putting yeah. the ball where it needs to be. That's the same concept here. Mm-hmm. Know who you are and what your game is. Yep. Exactly what you're trying to say here. It's beautifully put. Yeah, take the ball, which is content, and put it where you need it to be. Exactly. You said beautifully put, Justin. Did you hear that? That was a compliment. <laughs> I blocked it out. I mean, it was, I don't. It was to me, not you, just making sure. It's beautifully put. That's why I blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and there's other, other ways to do this. Now, if you're first timer in this game and 
you maybe have a bunch of ideas. Maybe you've got 10, 15 ideas you want to get done. And you want to, you, there's ways to put that content out on multiple platforms at the same time. Yeah. Um, so that's an option, right? It's a way to, yeah. you know, if you want to pump it to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram all at the same time, yeah. there's ways you can do that. that. That's a way to satisfy the long tail is keep that exactly. same content hitting multiple channels so that you're getting those people where they prefer to get their Turns things. it like, around yeah. to. Like I use Twitter. I use Twitter as headlines from news stories, and I click the link if I want to read more. That Like I get my news from Twitter. That's what I do. Not everybody does that. Other people still get the I paper. I do from Facebook. Other people go to Facebook. See, my news feed. I'm not saying all my news, but I, a big right, chunk of my right. daily intake out the gate is the Facebook it's news Facebook. feed. And this, this is what we were talking about earlier. It's the same topic. It used to be three or five years ago mm-hmm. when you were doing social media, at least. Each each channel, you wanted to be unique. Like only certain types of posts do on Facebook. Right. Only certain types of one do on Twitter because you wanted to give people a reason to follow each one of your channels. But in the last three to five years, they've realized people only have like one or two go-to channels that they check regularly. Yeah. Not many people, I mean, because we're in social media, so we're all across, but not many people span all of them. So now it's turned into unique content on each to making sure you put all your content on all of them in some way. Not saying you do the exact same post, but you need to get that content on all of them so you cover your bases. You don't want to miss anyone because they are on a certain channel. Right. So this is where we come back to the curse of knowledge. Like, we break it down. Let's try and make it for the way people understand it outside of it. Like, we're, we're in social media every day, and we say we're, we're not on every channel. Well, think of if you're following your friends on Facebook, but then you're following your friends on Twitter, and you're following your friends on Snapchat, and you're following your friends on Instagram – how long is it going to take you to sit down and go through each one of those channels and follow every single one of them and keep up with everything that happened? You're not going to have that hour or two every night to sit there and do that. You're going to pick the one that most of your friends are on, and that's where you go. That's kind of the same way here. Some people are only picking one of those four channels, and they're going to go to that one to find their news. But think of your business then in that, in that same frame of mind. So right. you're not going to go through and look at all your friends' posts on every channel, but if your business... Yeah, and your customers are on those channels. It's a lot of time to make sure you're checking all those channels. Right, <laughs> like, right. You're checking any right. notifications, any mentions, anything else you're interacting with people. So it's like it can be it can be a, a time suck. Yeah. From a business standpoint, because you don't want to just put out content on all the channels and then that be it. And we always talk about it's it's not a a one way street. You may put out great content, but if you're not out there interacting with people and commenting, liking, engaging with them, that's not yep. gonna that's not gonna help your engagement back. It's not gonna help you get followers back. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want to join the conversation. Yeah, don't. Yeah, join the conversation. Just don't push it in their face and expect them right. to be like, "Why didn't anyone interact with my stuff when I don't interact with anyone else's stuff?" <laughs> right. Like that shouldn't be shocking. A lot of the time, it's it's the creative side for me, and I get blocks. Like sometimes I'll stare at a web screen for an hour before I'm. <laughs> decided what's the path I'm going to take here? What's the content? You know, I'm, I'm working yeah. with the client. They give me, you know, this is where the business is going. This is what we do. And even for me, who has done it a few times, probably more than the, than the average person um, out there in the business world is even, even we have those creative blocks and it yep. happens and it's yep. okay. And it doesn't mean that all the ideas are dried up. You just have to find a new avenue and maybe take a break or go be creative outside of being creative towards your business. Go do something else. Get in, get inside of something else that you love. You're playing guitar. Go, go jam for a little bit. You yeah. like shooting hoops, go shoot hoops for a little bit. Play yep. video games, whatever it is, get out of your mind. All of a sudden something will hit every time it happens. 
I go and I do something else. I turn a movie on or I turn a favorite show on. Next thing you know, I'm like, oh, you're just naturally subliminally thinking about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. you know, you can't just force it when it comes to the creative side, but it's very important yep. to get that creative out. Yeah. And the, the creative out is also seeing what other people are doing. Like we were talking about the idea hacking. Yeah. Yes. Is that yeah. it's also something to be noticed about what are other people doing in your industry? It's not saying you have to be copycats, right? No. It's not saying like I'm going to copy their tweet. But we didn't re- we didn't tweet. invent the wheel here. Yeah, this we're not the first so we're people still, to do a podcast. We're you not got the first an idea hack to a degree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's something about being able to monitor what uh, you know what customers, people you want to interact with, but what are other companies doing in your industry, and then seeing if you can use that to generate a new idea, play off their idea. Um, you should always be aware of what your competitors are doing as well. So there's like this whole monitoring time thing that, that right. I think people don't get. And it's, it's something if you tie in that with the outside perspective, like the outside looking in, the curse of knowledge type thing, if you tie in that with the fact that you're just seeing what all these different industries are doing, which is what the three of us do, because we're always trying to monitor all our different accounts, all the different marketing articles coming up. Yeah. We see so many different case studies <laughs> spanning so many different industries so that helps think of ideas like that for business. And not to cut you off, Matt, but yeah, whatever. I just want to get a global <laughs> idea of what this whole conversation was about being, you know, the content side, what is the best content to put out for your brand and how to get out of the funk if you're in one, right? That's the main gist of what we're talking about right. here. Mm-hmm. And understanding that whatever the content is, content is king in the world of your business and getting your brand out and your story because you're big on storytelling, Justin. Yeah. Everybody should be. It's the biggest thing. It's telling a story. What is your story? Get people to buy in. And you've got to put that content out mm-hmm. in those different avenues. So the most important ones, and we'll just go over it briefly here. Um, I'll start it off with is if you have a chance to do a podcast, just get audio out there. It's the biggest thing coming. We all know this. We're Gary V guys. We believe him. We believe you, Gary. Go where the attention is. Go where the attention is. <laughs> right. That is it. What's People another like one? Podcasts. What's another piece of content that's very important? Because even the SEO side, what they look for. What's another one, Justin? Definitely some blogs. You get some blogs out there. Google's doing that SEO to, to get that longer form content, eight hundred to a thousand words. You want to get something out there on your website to get more traffic, do some blogs. Have a conversation through a blog. Be conversational. Talk to your customers. Yes. Share some knowledge with them. Get Let them know who you are through your blog. Get personal. Just share share more about yourself we're, as well. And we're not saying do a blog every day. We're not saying do one every week. Do two to three a month. At that kind of quality and quantity of words, get it out there, and the rest takes care of itself. Just make sure yeah. it's relevant content and that you're speaking from – your point of expertise. Be a thought leader in your industry, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Right. Create valuable content that somebody is going to want to read and then share. Right. Because the goal is you want to share this stuff out. The point is, content is king. Find what your content vehicle is. Yep. Blog, podcast, main website, video cast a vlog as your wife mentioned earlier today she was saying it's not a vlog it's a video of a podcast she was saying you guys doing your vlog thing well i mean at the end of the day it's semantics here but the point being is what is it are you posting just on youtube throwing a video series out right find what it is you are tie into what you're good at which is what matt and justin hit on earlier Mm -hmm. and and the whole process kind of comes together for you and and engage 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 engage. if you're doing a lot of blogging 
find blogs relevant to your industry and read them, subscribe to them, be a part of their conversation. Get in like, the conversation. Yeah, you same know. thing with YouTube. Find YouTube videos around the same type subscribe of industry that you're in. Subscribe, leave comments on their videos. The podcasts. Find your favorite people that Absolutely. are thought leaders in your industry. Definitely. Maybe in, maybe not your, not only your industry, so you can keep up with what's going on. But what is your clientele? Who is it you're selling to? What do they? And Why take them in come? a post. If you Get saw a involved. great podcast, yes, like I would hope everyone listening to this would do. But um, if you heard a great one, <laughs> nice plug. You, uh, you, you could tweet it out, right? Take Absolutely. the company, mention the podcast, like agree you with find, what you're saying. Loved it. Yeah. If, if create a conversation. Industry, if it's industry relevant stuff, you can you can comment and share other things, or you can share it on social media and tag them back. That's a way of of complimenting them on what they've done. Absolutely. So. Well, I mean, it all makes sense. When you start to hash it out, understand that roadblocks happen. You're going to fall into a, a rut. Everybody does. Creative creative blocks happen. It's a cycle. There's different ways to do this. Uh, spitball, brainstorm with people. Um, hit us up. Hit us up if you yeah. want. We're definitely here for you. We love that side of it. We, we love doing the, that. The most we talk about, as you can tell, this is the longest podcast we've had um, to date of the 11. Um, <laughs> had to throw that in, <laughs> which is, which is actually kind of awesome because any business out there that's just starting with this, we're just starting to, this is part of the process. You're all going to be here. Yeah. Somebody's, yep. everybody's going to have an episode one when they start. Everyone's going to have an episode one. Somewhere. Everyone's going to have an episode one. Don't be afraid of the episode 68 <laughs> guy. You got to start somewhere. Don't, don't take this <laughs> the wrong way, but that was good. <laughs> Everyone's gonna have an episode one. Everyone's That's got good. An episode one. I like that. I I oh, smell dude. a tweet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I see Justin reaching for his his cell phone, but we'll have to watch the video for proof on that one. But uh, dang it, guys, we appreciate you listening out there. If you do need help um, with content, with coming up with a social media campaign, anything like that, we're here for you. Nectarmarketing.com. Uh, please continue to listen. We have plenty to talk about a lot of topics to go over and we look forward to talking about them in the future here and um make it a great day everyone thanks for listening